So I'm bringing on the Poker Gypsy. He's a pro poker player slash drives a semi as the day job. Okay. okay. Uh, he's a defund the police guy. He sends me, we argue on Instagram all the time. He'll send me videos uh, of, uh, of uh, you're right there. He sends me videos um, of, uh, you know, police stops. Uh, you know, there was yeah. a guy outside, wherever you want, go right here. Uh, there was a guy shooting, uh, like, video outside of a police station for a few hours, right, until the cops come out. And they're like, hey, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, just taking pictures. Like, oh, of, of what? And he's like, oh, the building. And they're like, oh, you got some ID? And he's like, why? Do you suspect me of a crime? And it's like that whole deal. So he's always sending me things. It's like, it's a violation of the rights. And I'm like, dude, it's suspicious. It's weird. They should be asking, what the fuck are you doing out here for hours? And he's doing it for that exact reason to get them. So we're always arguing. So I said, okay, fine. Here's what we're going to do. Come into the podcast, the 24-hour uh, poker gypsy. I'm going to get an ex-cop, which is David Kohlmeyer. He was NYPD and Henderson and a lawyer. The lawyer's not here yet. You're going to be the judge and jury of this one. Uh, okay. okay? <laughs> I told him I was coming for Oh, shit. Okay. Can I Google my Google my law degree? Yeah, you can do whatever you want to do. Yep. Okay, and, what's uh, I'm Julian. Yes. Dave. That's Dave Kohlmeyer. Uh, this is... This How's is Matthew Marvin, a.k.a. the Poker Gypsy. Uh, how are you, man? It's good to see you. What's going on? I man? haven't seen you in a while. When did you last do this show? That was 2020? October, yeah. yeah. It was the old and studio. The last studio, yeah. Yeah, yeah and, right. I, and I missed it because I was supposed to come see the, the rig, and I couldn't. I don't, I don't oh, know where I was. Wait, you weren't yeah. on that show? No, he had. I was on the show. Oh, but you didn't get, I didn't get the to rig. see the rig. I think you were working. He was working out. Oh. Him and Gio had the workout plan. Oh, wow. What a memory. Th those were the days. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So what Adam lost, I gained. Yeah. Stay, stay on the stay on the, oh. stay on the mic. Yeah. That's crazy. Wow. I actually do remember that time when you were working out with Gio. Yeah. Yeah. It was a while ago. Thanks. Yeah. Cheers. Um, so uh, is, uh, I forgot the attorney's name. It's Roger Bell. He's on his way. He just okay. uh, finished with court. He's, he's here. All right. So in the meantime, Julian will serve as the he'll weigh in. This you know, is going to be judge and jury. Pit. Yeah, <laughs> the judge and jury. Um, okay, I don't know where to start. Do you want to start off with a? What do you want to? How do you want to start this? So, well, I mean, I guess I'll wait Stay till the lawyer would get here so I can introduce myself and explain why um, laws are just like blurry uh, person people made up. I guess I mean because the problem with being human is right. You have the legal law which humans made up, and then you have like a mental law, you see what I'm saying? Like a moral, so it kind of conflicts. So that, that's, that's kind of like my issue. And then me driving across the country and seeing everything, I see a lot of different things. You gotta remember, I have to know like different states, different laws for every state I cross. You see right. what I'm saying? So that's why law when you is, talk about is those blurry. Laws, what, do you, what laws are you referring to that you have to know from state like to state? Like civil rights type California, of? you could only drive 55 miles an hour in California. However, you cross the little imaginary state line in the Phoenix, and then you could drive 70, no problem. Not, okay. You see what I'm saying? It's, mm -hmm. it's Just, different. Just FYI, there's a metro officer outside. They were looking for somebody with a, a goatee and a beard. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say it parked in a handicap. No, no, no. <laughs> they said a hat, like look, American flag on top of the uh, hat. And he wanted to know why he was yeah. driving so quick in the yeah. private drive, driving lane. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I get it. Yeah. But where I think we are always disconnected is the, the law is gray. 
right? Because yep. the the word reasonable, reasonable doubt, probable cause, right? right. It's, it's that stuff. So that's where I'm always arguing is, you know, if you've got a guy, let's just take the the video that started this with me and you yep. was, was <laughs> can you pull that video up on your phone or is it impossible? It's I just very, I, mean, I know. I can, it's but, all good. Yeah. It's all good. So it's a guy literally standing outside of a police station. Where, where was that? Do you remember? Chicago. I don't remember what state it was. No. And here's the problem with those videos. Yeah. These guys are standing out there. That's the point of the video. Exactly. They're baiting the cop. Yes. Right. And, and that's where I have an issue. That's right. Where the and issue that's is. my point. Is like he's out there. It's not like he's just really a tourist taking video or pictures of the cool building, right? Right. He's standing outside that, waiting for the cops. He'll stand there all day if he has to, until right. they come out and they start questioning him, ask him for ID. He does the whole. Do you suspect me of a crime? And it is a suspicious thing. Like my whole point to him is. Let's just say um, uh, in Vegas. Correct me if I'm wrong, Mr. Colmeyer. In Vegas, it is you don't have a you don't have to have a permit if you're open carrying a weapon, including an AR-15 strapped around your back. Out here, correct. you could walk down the street legally with an AR-15 strapped around your back. Doesn't mean it's a good idea, permit or no permit, but it is legal. But it also doesn't wait, mean so y you can wait. Back up a second. Yes, you can. Is <laughs> different. But even that, if it's not permitted, so if you don't even have a permit for the gun, you can still walk down with as it. as long as it's not concealed. Okay. Well, back in the day, there used to be something called a blue card. You had to go register, but they stopped that. You don't have to register anymore. But when I worked in Henderson, basically, you would come in with the gun and say, I want to have to get the serial number and the the barrel. You'd have to like measure right. it and you have to register. But no, there's no longer a registration. Right. So it's even so, more free. So than my before. point is, like, even if you are walking down the street with an AR-15 strapped to your back legally here in this state, don't we want the cops to at least stop and have a little conversation with you? But you'll say that's a violation of the no, rights. We want them to stop and have a conversation, but as far as what they're doing or what they can do should be limited. And that brings us to the question is, okay, am I government property or does the police really work for me or are they really public servants, right? right. So we're going to talk about how... Um, Police get qualified immunity, which basically they don't have any ramifications for what they do. And then they also get, um, what's, that, what's that word called? It starts with a D. Um, when you can choose which way you want to go with it. Discrimination? No, oh. close. <laughs> um, um, discretion? Discretion, that's it. So they also Gold get discretion. Gold star, Travis. Thank you. <laughs> so discretion and immunity. Right. right? But we're also going to talk about, um, what is it called? I've got all this written down. Read, I can't remember. Read your notes. When I get here. Qualified immunity. It's okay. Qualified no. It's hard when you're in It's like being in the octagon for the first time. When those lights <laughs> hit you, <laughs> nah. it's just a different ball game. There's levels to this shit. <laughs> Prepared all I mean, day and night right there. I mean, basically what you're saying is the police officers have certain rights that aren't fair. You know. Well, we're also going to talk people, about right? quotas. That's put on police. You see what I'm saying? Because right, but okay. So, but let's just use the AR-15 strapped to the back down the streets a lot. Down, walking down the strip in Las Vegas, right? Okay. So if the cop comes up to you and starts talking to you and he says, uh, "Let me see your ID," right? Here's the, the question. The guy, wait, 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 hold on. The guy in the video would most likely say, "The guy with the AR-15 mm -hmm. would say, why? Do you, why do you need my ID? Do you suspect me of a crime? Am I committing a crime? That's Am correct. I free to go? Am I being detained?" Correct. And like, but. That's where it's like, that's where we're because you have to understand what your Fourth Amendment is. And also your First Amendment is the right to film police all day long. So it, it's like a battle between First Amendment and police. But you see what I'm saying? But police have immunity and discretion. Okay. So sometimes the boundaries can be overstepped. Lieberman, go. Well, no, there's there's a couple things with your your quote. Yeah. Or your thing. 
do you know it, it's a very most most likely when that person wherever that person is walking with that gun is doing something illegally i guarantee it could be and the reason i say that if you look at the sidewalks in las vegas the sidewalks in las vegas are only about the width of this table anything further than that is actually casino property okay so for instance bellagio 99 percent of people at bellagio walk to, if you're walking, if they're down on the, the rail of the fountain, you're saying they're on Bellagio they're on, they're property. They're on Bellagio property, so they have every right to stop them. Then, interesting. Well, it's different because it's private property, so private right. property is right. What I'm saying, but yes, and I'm, what I'm saying is that takes. The other thing is, especially in the world we live in nowadays, where nine. Let's let's look at nine eleven. You know, nine eleven per se. The people that did that were here in Las Vegas for a certain amount of time, mm-hmm. acting suspiciously. Nobody questioned it. Mm-hmm. Well, because nobody questioned it, we saw what happens. Mm-hmm. So are we not supposed to question things that, you know, see something, say something? He's saying question, but their answers set them free because it's they're not violating anything, right? I'm Is saying that your argument? Question, but don't... But yeah, basically it has to end with the question. The citizens shouldn't be violating anything, but the officers shouldn't be violating it's, the citizens' right. rights. When so they you're saying, the like, yes, you can ask the question, but also I don't have to answer the Correct. question. And that's, that's law. And I agree with you, but 99% of the time in these videos, the person that is videotaping becomes confrontational. Correct. And that, that's bait. They are baiting them. They're baiting right. Okay, but I asked John what you did for a living, right? And he said you did something in customer service. Yeah. How many assholes do you deal with on a daily basis? Well, I mean, and have to deal yeah, with it. Yeah, a lot. You see what I'm saying? So that's the customer service part of the police. Are they public servants or are they just pushing us around? You see what I'm saying? Because I've waited okay, tables in Atlanta for five years. But what's the difference between, okay, so Julian is an, uh, uh, working in the hotels. Julian's okay. an upset guest. He comes to the, ta- the desk and okay, talks to me and, and is upset. Okay, dating me. Okay, we got a real lawyer. Okay. Hey. Oh. Okay. Marquez is willingly leaving like, this conversation. Uh, <laughs> but the question, I'm in, but I don't have a law degree, and I don't know what the law is. <laughs> so I'm going to pass this sticks up. <laughs> but the question right. that, that I would ask is, what is your name and room number? So, by the way, we have Roger Bailey, who represents the defendants. What's going on, friends. Roger? I'm John, man. Nice to meet you. This is Adam Lieberman, the birthday boy. Nice to meet you. Pleasure. This is Matthew Marvin, a.k.a. the Poker Gypsy. And this guy. I know Dave. And you know David Kohlmeyer from the Problem Solver, Las Vegas Legal Network, Las Vegas Metal Medical Network, Las Vegas... 702. Jack Trades Network. 702-999-1111. Yes. Easy no, number. nine one. No, nine nine nine. Nine one. nine nine. One 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 one. Yeah, you have you to can stay move it. right up on that mic there. You can move it to you. Yeah, there you go. Understood. So yeah. Roger Bally represents the defenders law from yeah. been an attorney for a long time. So I appreciate Roger. Yeah, your thank time you, Roger. Showing up here. All right, Roger. Let me get you caught up here, okay? Understood. Me and this gentleman Matthew go at it on Instagram a lot. Um, he he he'll, he sent me a video. Oh, he sent me multiple videos, mm. but one that he sent me that sparked this whole thing was uh, a guy standing outside of a police station with a video camera, and he's basically staying there long enough waiting for the cops to come out and start questioning him. Uh, you know, how you doing? What are you doing? You know, because they're like, they're basically wanting to know, what have you been doing out here for 45 minutes or an hour or whatever, taking video, right? 
and then they'll say, can I see some ID? He goes, why? Do you suspect me of a crime? And then they do that whole dance of, uh, you know, am I being detained? Am I free to go? Uh, why, why do you suspect me of a crime? I don't have to answer any questions. I don't have to give you my name. And I'm always like, what is the big fucking deal? Just tell them your name. Like, what it is, it could be classified as suspicious because that's not really a normal thing we see. Someone just videoing a building, the same building, for an hour or two hours on end. And so his point is always, yes, the cops are allowed to ask the question, but if you're the person they're asking and you're not committing a crime, you don't need to answer the question. And I'm always like, but what's the big deal? And your answer is probably it's the slippery slope. Before to, you, before that you answer sense? that question, why is it that every time you videotape, you do this? Because <laughs> I'm old school and it's a camcorder. Okay, 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 it's a camcorder <laughs> from 1984. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, all right, moving on. Yeah, but these things are pertaining to First and Fourth Amendment, basically. And so what I do is I drive semi-trucks, but I drive semi-trucks all across the country, you know, through weather, doesn't matter, sunshine, snow, whatever. So I see basically law is blurred lines sometimes because I can be in one state and there's a law in effect, and then I go into this state and that law is not in effect, you know what I'm saying? And then also, like now I make good money. I make six figures a year. But before trucking, my highest W-2 was like 17000 So I'm also seeing it from a poverty level as well. Like if you want to, I guess, guess where I'm at in a mental space, think about Mike Tyson when he was becoming big but still hanging out with the thugs when they used to rob people out of <laughs> out of nightclubs. Yep. So that's kind of where my complex is as well. And I've done security in Vegas, so I'm not anti-police. I actually wanted to be a lawyer, couldn't afford lawyer school. So um, hold a associate's degree in business administration, you know, so it's uh, so, so sorted I guess, out. So just to, re <laughs> so just to recap, yep. what you're upset about is that police basically like are overstepping their boundaries in regards to these what they call stops. I mean, they're stopping, whether it's consensual. Um, you, you just don't like that. You feel the police are going too far. I'm sorry. I missed I missed a vital point also. So <laughs> I also have a mixed child. I'm white, and my um, his mother is African, not African-American, but like African-African. So these podcasts and these conversations I have helped me figure out how to raise him in the future. You see what I'm saying? Very so it, it's also coming from that aspect as well. And mm -hmm. then I also understand there's racism and there's classism that has a lot to do with it. Because if you pull me over, I can say, officer, you work for me. I pay your salary. But you could look at me and be like, okay, I know you only make like 20000 a year. Meanwhile, you pull John over and John probably pays enough taxes to fund the whole department. You see what I'm saying? So I understand that aspect as well. Also, first of all, I want to see John's bank account. Later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was like... That's my first question. I but anyway, let's, let's jump to Roger, because you've been talking a lot in regards to yeah. Roger, it, it is a mixture of issues. It's kind of like sovereign citizen type of stuff. But what do you? What's your take? Well, here's the thing. I mean, you understand that uh, you do have Fourth Amendment rights, Fourth Amendment privacy rights. However, the Supreme Court's ruled on a few of these issues that you're thinking of right now. Mm -hmm. One is the fact that they have a right to ask you for ID. If you don't produce that ID, the police can arrest you. You don't have to answer any questions at all because anything you say, like they say, can be used against. But you. is that all across the board, or is that only in certain states? That's that's, that's federal. That's nationwide. Because if I'm not mistaken, they do have um, like stopping ID laws for each state that different. Well, no. St well, stop and frisk laws. That's what you're thinking about. When they stop you, it has to be reasonable suspicion of a crime and it's supported by articulable facts. That's a, that's more of a, a Terry stop issue. And that's a, that goes back to that's another another Supreme Court law. But they ruled on these things. And you got to remember, Supreme Court. It, every state has their own jurisdiction, their own laws. Uh -huh. But the Supreme Court and the Constitution is the is the law of the land. Period. 
So if I'm not breaking the law and a police officer asks me for ID, I have to show it 100% even though I have the Fourth Amendment right. Correct. But yeah. I want to You don't have to answer questions, but you do have to show the ID. If they ask for it, correct. If they ask for it. Yeah. So the one thing I want to share in regards to like policing, okay? Yeah. So have you encountered any of this in your time being a cop? You know, I think when they started like filming more like YouTube and stuff like that, I mean the thing with it is is that as police officers, you gotta remember like you don't know the law and you don't know if you broke the law a minute prior to being stopped, right? So if I came up to you and said, Hey, how are you today? Do you mind if I talk with you? You're not really knowledgeable in regards to police stop. So the question is, are the police lights, are, are they on, right? Do you feel free to leave, right? Are you being stopped? Uh, what kind of stop are you? Now, the problem is the question that people ask, me being you know, a retired police officer, you don't know what the question is to ask. Because the question is, what type of stop is this? Is this mm -hmm. a consensual stop? Or Terry stop. Is this a, is this, do you have probable cause? Do you have reasonable suspicion? So the questions they ask, because then the people aren't knowledgeable, they're not asking really what stop that they're in, right? So is, it, is this consensual? You know, it'd be, it'd be funny to see a video like that. Is this a consensual stop? Or is, it, do, is there probable cause here, right? Because that's the most important question. What stop are you in? Can you in define to what policing? a consensual stop is for those who don't know? You want to? Take the legal side. <laughs> well, it just—I mean, it, it, uh, that depends. I mean, <laughs> people say because I've had clients that ask me, "Well, I wasn't—you know—they got arrested, and I was never read my rights." I'm like, "Well, that only applies to custodial interrogation. Meaning, are you free to leave? Are you being detained? If you're not free to leave, then the stop's not consensual, right? At that point, they say lawyer up, and you just say, you know, ask for your lawyer, or I'm not speaking to you. You don't have to say anything to them because it's the onus is on them to prove that you're committing a crime." But you don't know that they may have probable cause for something. And they, they have to come up with that. That's on them. Right. And then so don't, don't give it to them. But you know don't I mean? you have to have RAS in order to come up with a reasonable particular, I mean, um, what is it called? So there's probable cause and reasonable suspicion. Probable Two cause. So let's talk about this way to make it really simple. There's consensual stop, there's reasonable suspicion, and there's probable cause, right? So consensual could be like, hey, buddy, how's it going today? You mind if I talk with you? And if you said, well, what kind of stop is it? If it's consensual, you could be right. like, okay, well, have a good day, officer, because it's consensual means that you don't have to talk to me. Right. You don't you have leave. to give your name. You don't have to, I'm just talking to, hey, how's it going? How's the weather today? I really like your hat. What's going on? Where are you headed to today? Right. So if you knew, like, what stop is it? It's consensual. You could be like, you know what? This is consensual stop. All right. I, have a good day, officer. I'm busy. You could walk away. Right. But if it's reasonable suspicion, that means he can he could basically detain you up to 60 minutes if you, he thinks there's a crime that you basically possibly committed in the past or you're about to. Or about right? to. And so he has right. up to 60 minutes. At 61 minutes, he's got to let you go if there's no crime that was committed in the past or if he thinks you're going to basically commit a crime in the future, you have to be, re re be released like a fish. Okay, but is suspicion a misdemeanor or a felony? It, a reasonable suspicion could be for any crime. Any misdemeanor, crime. gross misdemeanor, felony. And also in other states as well, it's the same. Trespassing, loitering. So if an officer pulls me over like that and I say, hey, is this a misdemeanor or a felony? And then can I have RAS for the crime you're suspecting me of? And he gives me none. Wait, when you say I, RAS, you mean reason, reasonable suspicion, right? Reasonable, articulate suspicion. Yeah. Okay. So normally with police language, it's reasonable suspicion or probable cause. So okay. if you go strict speeding, it's not probable cause. You can get a ticket and go to jail and get arrested. Mm -hmm. Your car can be towed or it can be left there. If it's reasonable suspicion, he may be asking you questions. But normally when you get stopped by you know, a car stop, they normally have probable cause, right? Like expired registration, mm -hmm. you know, your tags, your lights out, you know, stuff like that. Right. That is probable cause, right. right? So that means we're at the highest level where you can get a ticket and go to jail. Reasonable suspicion is like someone says, the guy here in the black hat, I think he's, you know, um, I think he's about to commit a crime. Case in the joint. They could think you're casing the joint. They think he's robbing the place. He's so, outside and he's moving around. It looks like he's got a bag. It looks like he's got a gun. That's reasonable suspicion where he has again, how many minutes? 
60. And at 61 minutes, what happens? I go free. As long as you're not committing a crime and he doesn't go to probable cause. Okay, so what is illegal detainment? Illegal well, detainment? Oh, it doesn't exist, right? Like, no, no. Well, I mean, if you're, being <laughs> if you're being detained, they have to have some kind of probable cause for the, to detain you. And, and that, when I say, That's the that, gray when area. Saying, right? Right? Yeah, yeah. This, when he's this saying, what I'm saying. Reasonable suspicion. He's like, reasonable suspicion of a crime being committed or about to be committed right. or or and i mean and suspect and and supported by articulable facts doesn't have to give that to you mm -hmm. that's what he has to give to the to the district attorney's office that they decide to prosecute because what happens is police can arrest you for just about anything right correct so for the da whether or not they want to charge you so not to put like it getting in arrested charge. doesn't mean you're getting charged correct right right correct they may not file a complaint it happens all the time we get people to get arrested and they don't file a complaint. Right. Travis, I don't have glasses on. What's the chat saying? Are they are they uh, do they have any questions? There's a, there's a user by biracial bro. He he's just stating the uh, something that Mar uh, Matthew said that in some states uh, the Terry stop laws apply to showing your ID. Mm -hmm. In so, some states, right? Yeah. So some states you don't have to present ID if there's no if they're if you're not being arrested then you don't have to provide ID. I mean, here's the situation. I don't care what state you're in. If you're going to be um, and this is my uh, this is my concept. Like disrespectful to the officer that's doing his job, he's going to change it up a notch, and you don't know whether or not he has probable cause or not. Right. So yes, if you ask but, the right, but, that but goes see, back he's going to say right back at you, he, right? <laughs> right. That, that's what, that's so what you're going to say. But if this probable he's say it's disrespectful that you're even stopping me because I'm not committing a crime. I'm just taking fucking pictures of a building. So what's the what's the problem? True. So but if, I agree with you. By the but way, if you're very <laughs> if you're very knowledgeable about, about the law, uh -huh. and you didn't like jaywalk and you didn't commit a crime that you really didn't realize what you did. It probably pays to be nice to the officer, even if you like officers or not. Right. It pays to be nice because they're out there technically doing a job, even though I understand what you're saying. It's never nice to be stopped by the police. Look, even when I was a police officer and I was driving in a patrol car and I was driving and sometimes you forget you're working or you're not working. And I saw two motor officers. I started braking on the police car thinking that, oh, there's two cops there that are motor officers. Right. I started slowing down because psychologically, right, we, we're not going to commit a crime or we're going to slow our speed when we see a uniform officer basically out there. So. I understand it's not the most pleasant situation to deal with the police. I've been stopped as well, you know, off duty. You know, some are. Let me ask you this though: You just said yeah. you've been stopped off duty. Yes. When, when and I've seen a lot of videos, and there was one recently in I want to say Florida, where the person that they pulled over was a uh, public officer. I believe he was uh, running for Congress, or he was a congressman. Mm -hmm. When you get pulled over as a police I saw officer, this. you yeah. saw you know what I'm yep. talking about. When you get pulled over as a police officer, are you required? to let them know because I know a lot of times people are like oh I'm a police officer I'm not going to get a ticket because of that. You know I think what it comes down to is it's not a requirement in general but normally if you have a firearm or a gun that question can come up so a lot of officers will say you know what you know I'm an off duty police officer I have my off duty weapon with me to let them know cuz god forbid they see a weapon and now other states are different this state like people have guns all the time right but in New York you can't have a gun right. So in New York City if they saw the butt of the gun like they even would be a gun duty on you. police officer can't have it. No, no, officers can. Oh, but I'm saying in New York City, like if you saw a gun, like it was like gun, you know, there's a gun yeah. on the guy, right? But yeah. out here, it's like no big deal. It's like dental floss, you know. What so I mean? New York, my, my New York, question Chicago. is, right, Philadelphia, oh, yeah. New Jersey. So Correct. my Higher question is, how does that not violate the Second Amendment rights? In what regards? So explain, because like, you're allowed to have a firearm. So how does you taking away my firearm legally? not violate my Second Amendment rights. Why would they take it away from me? Because in this state... I'm not supposed to oh, have it if I'm... Jer right, Jersey, New York, I'm talking about. You see what I'm saying? This is where the lines become... I, no, I agree. Other, basically saying other York, states, no you gun. can't have firearms, right? Mm -hmm. And in this state, you can. Right. So they're taking away that right. 
How would you explain that? It's a good point. I mean, I never the state legislature they can they can choose to enact uh, stricter laws. Yeah, they can, basically they can make it they can make it more narrow if they want to, and it depends on what the legislature passes. However, I mean, if someone pushed it far enough, right, it's entirely possible that it could get struck down by the Supreme Court, but right. that necessarily hasn't happened yet. I right. agree with you in regards to that because in New right. York City. The truth is, a lot of bad people have guns, and the good people don't. So why right. can't I have a gun if I'm yeah, in New York, silly. right? So yeah. I agree with what or you're saying. The strict the laws. That's, right. that's why. Yeah. That's why people move. That's why people move to cities that are yeah. that are more free. I mean, I mean states we're the seeing wild west. crime in broad daylight, Beverly Hills in L.A. because it's like obvious. Like why wouldn't you, you see the one the other day? The guy in the, the Ferrari. Ferrari. Ferrari yeah. Yeah. They got dragged out of his Ferrari, and they beat him up, took his Rolex or whatever. That like was in broad right daylight. off of Canaan, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's because they know you're not caring. Most, I mean, I am when I'm out there. But anyway, uh, you know, it's like <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm not going to take. Like, I don't care. I'd rather, you know, it's like the, what's the saying? I'd rather be judged by six than carried Kay. by twelve well, yeah. all day long. Like I'm not yeah. fucking. There's no way. Like, why wouldn't you? You know. And the other question that we talked about before you sat down was. Carrying a weapon, um, uh, not concealed weapon here in, in the. Oh right, so yes. I gave him an example of you know, in this state. Correct me if I get this wrong. Uh, as long as it's not concealed, you don't need a permit, right? Mm -hmm. Even That's an correct. AR-15. So I can have an AR-15 strapped to my chest, walk down the strip legally because it's not concealed. But I want a cop to. I mean, I would never do this, but I mean, if someone's doing that, I want the cops to go question him, legal or not. Like, don't we? Like, of course we do. <laughs> But you would say no to it that. It depends on what end of the spectrum you're looking from. You see what I'm saying? Right. Because if you're someone from the ghetto, from the hood, who has bad experience from the police, and now if you want to get into it, we could look up the history <coughs> of police and how are, how they were used to control slaves, this, that, and the third. You see what I'm saying? So some people have negative reflections to the police. Mm -hmm. They would say, no, <coughs> this is my right to do this. Leave me alone. Right. Where the upper class who want to be protected from the lower class are like, hey, no, you should check him. You see what I'm saying? So it, it, it just depends on what end of the spectrum And so what spectrum are you on for that scenario? Tell me what you want to happen. Leave him alone? I mean, it depends on who it was. I mean, but that, that, right. That, so that's the point. That that's why they go I would question. want them to profile. So, but however, that does not make my wants right. You see what I'm okay, saying? Okay, Fair enough. I, I, if Adam question. calls the police on me, right? What makes his rights more important than my rights? Okay. So if John, if John was walking down the street on Las Vegas Boulevard, had an AK-15 strapped to AR, but it's okay. AR, when yeah. I don't, I don't AG, know an AF. I, I know nothing about guns. Clearly, he's so not a gun guy. I'm not a gun guy. I apologize. <laughs> he's got a fluffy dog. Yeah, I have a fluffy dog. That's my. He's a fluffy, okay. fluffy dog. And guy. so he had that. Right. Would you want him, somebody to approach him or question that? I wouldn't care if they did or they did. Okay. What if Geo did? Oh, am I in Vegas at the time? Let me. Well, the, prob the problem is this. Like, I can't control what happens all over the world. Did, like, but that's what I'm saying. Okay, know. wait, wait. Go ahead. Yeah, the problem is this. And Dave could probably expound, expound on this. I, I, I've got a, a CCW permit, right? However, and. And you would never, so as a you, lawyer. Would, you would never see it because you make yourself a target. Sure. Right? If you got an AR-15 on you, get, if there's somebody, if something does jump off, you're the first person shot. Right. Like, guaranteed. Right. Right. And the, and the police are gonna, the first person they're gonna suspect is the guy with the, the AR-15. Right. Right. And so why? The whole point is, like Dave was saying earlier, no one wants to be stopped by the police and certain things like that. And there's a certain you can, It's better to defuse and avoid the situation than to try to amp it up. If you want to aggravate them, then go ahead and start questioning them. Mm -hmm. Just how you doing, officer? Have a nice day. You know, something like that, and just leave them. Because I, I was talking about this earlier in my office. I said, "Dude, it's a good way not to get your ass kicked." Right. Mm -hmm. Chris Rock did a bit on that. He's like, "Don't get, don't get your ass kicked by the police. Just 
you know, <laughs> comply. We should play that. Not, right. we should right. play that I'm not playing. I'm not saying that you got. They have a blanket authority to do whatever they want. Correct. But there are certain things. It's not. It's not worth the fight. Right. Right. Let me share something that's kind of interesting perspective. Two things. In New York City is a perfect place. So I'm 45 now. When I started, I was 22. I was a New York City police officer. I got sent to Brooklyn. You get sent Ooh. to wherever it is. <laughs> in, uh, in Brownsville, where Mike Tyson grew up. Right. Am- he actually grew up in Amboy, 10 Amboy. I walked a foot post in 10 Amboy. I was 22 years old. Honestly, I was holding my gun as a police officer, walking a foot beat to make sure nobody would steal my gun. That's how dangerous the area is, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the truth of the matter is that 99% of the people are good people. 1% was shooting at each other, which was younger gang-related in general. And I used to walk a foot post. The first time there was a shooting that took place, and I was with the guy, you know, who's the victim. He shot several times. I go to the hospital, Brookdale Hospital in Brooklyn. The guy's there. The, the senior cop says, hey, did you search the guy? And I said, the guy's the victim. He shot. Like, why am I searching him? So we quickly searched the guy at the end. I'm like, why would I feel so bad? I'm searching the guy, right? And he's got a gun on him in the hospital. He shot up, but he's got a gun on him in general. So I was like, you know, naive at the time thinking, this is the victim. He got shot. Like, why would I search mm. him? Why am I patting him down for weapons? And he's got right. a gun because it was like a gang turf situation. Now, in regards to policing, look, it's never a fun situation. I've been stopped where, like, my, I, after sometimes you get stopped by the police, like, you're, you could be breathing a little bit heavier, right? No one, it's like you're taking away, they're taking away your rights. You, you're frozen in time for the few minutes that you were the police officer. It's not a good feeling whatsoever. But the bottom line is, in order to basically, you know, prevent crime from happening, you need police out there. Why are police officers in uniform? It's to prevent crime. All the police officers could be unmarked. Why they're in uniform, why they're in unmarked cars mm-hmm. to actually prevent crime from taking place. But what's really interesting with the situation is that in New York City, there was a unit, uh, NYPD unit called the anti-crime unit. Um, and basically, they were pl- like plain clothes and they would go out. And they were actually taking guns off the street. They were known for taking guns off the street. They were very aggressive, kind of in L.A., but L.A. was different because it was, like, corrupt. But in New York City, the anti-crime unit was basically in plain clothes, and they would go out, and they would, oh, every day the goal is to get guns off the street. So the new mayor comes to town. They get rid of the unit. There's no more anti-crime unit. Now, the mayor actually happens to be white, and his wife is black. The children are biracial as well. And anyway, I guess I think that he thought that the anti-crime unit was basically a unit that was more aggressive to the urban community. Long story short, crime is like rampant now in New York City. They're bringing back the anti-crime unit, but they're like putting them in like semi-uniform, semi-clothes, whatever. But that unit did, was very aggressive, and they got guns off the street, and crime was down. Now, you go to New York City, good luck in regards to getting robbed and killed, because it's everything that actually when Mayor Rudy Giuliani was there, he did all this stuff in regards to quality of life, was stopping people for right. low-level things, drinking beer, gambling on the street, loitering, stuff like that. What you would say, my rights are being disturbed. I'm allowed to be out here. I'm allowed to drink you know, alcohol. I'm allowed to gamble on the street. But basically, they stopped the small quality of life issues by giving tickets and making arrests and checking for warrants, and crime went down. So the question is, what kind of society do you want to live in? I agree with what you were saying. I don't want to be stopped by the police either. I'm a retired cop. I never want to be stopped. But the bottom line is, it's like in society on planet Earth, what are we going to do? Right. So, and, and they are always trying to upgrade policing. Like right now, things are always changing. You got cameras on the officers now. So any issue that you got, right. every camera, every cop is with a camera, basically. So you can make the internal affairs complaint. You, you have that right. It's a free right to go make a complaint. And I think that, um, you know, times are changing and police are definitely changing. The, right. the immunity that you talked about, qualified immunity, right. in New York City, it's changed. It's no longer there. Now, I would never want to be a police officer without qualified immunity because accidents happen. Right. If you're a bad cop, that's one thing. But if you make a mistake and something happens, that means I got to go to jail for 100 years because an accident took place. I mean, so that's why their cops are not having such a hard time with recruiting nationwide. No one wants to become a cop anymore. 
because it's, it's a hard job. The people are after you. You're a target, just like these two Metro officers got shot at a CC's pizza that went into the Walmart, and the guy that was there actually had a CCW, and he tried to jump, and he got killed, too. When was, was recently? This was a few years back. There was oh. two officers in a CC pizza by a Walmart. They killed the two cops. They go into the Walmart. There was a shootout. The guy with the CCW wants to play hero where you better off being a good witness. He gets killed himself because he's got a gun. You got to be careful if you have a firearm. Even if CCW, if you're not trained, you don't know how many people are robbing a place or yeah. you know what's set up there. You know. So anyway, I'm rambling a little bit, but you know, like I said, there's a lot of little issues in regards to it. But policing is definitely changing, modifying. And uh, look, it's never fun to be stopped by the police. I understand, you know, the whole consent and search and seizure and all those issues. And like I said, if the, if the officer did something wrong, you can make the complaint and you'll watch the video. And right. If the officer, you know. Anyway, I'm rambling but, a little bit there. But, but So even after that happens and I just go back and watch the video, I still have to pay the ticket. At the, you see what I'm saying? Still no, but you can go to court these days and you could basically ask to pull up the video. Right now, years ago, things were different. There was no video of the officer, right? If the video so makes it to the court, though. It, every person has. <laughs> well, that's that would be oh, your defense, right? Where's right. my video? But every cop is wearing a camera right, these days, right? Right. So you basically can fight it. Oh, and there's internal oh, right, affairs. Right, right, right. Internal yeah. affairs basically is free. You can go make a complaint and they'll pull up the camera. And then if the officer's wrong, he'll be disciplined. He can lose his job. Is that the video from the. Did you see the movie City of Lies? I haven't seen it yet. Johnny Depp. Uh, it's, it's older, uh, maybe three, four years ago. Okay. Yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah, so it covers some, some of this stuff. Some of the corruption in LA, LA Police Department. So, I mean, my question is, right, even though that you were told by a senior officer to search that guy in the hospital, right, was that legal? <coughs> I think for the fact that there's reasonable suspicion that maybe he was involved in a drug deal or a gang and there was a shooting, basically patting him down, patting him down, patting him, uh, not searching him was okay. And padding is different than basically like um, a search and seizure going into his pockets. So, so if I go, if, I, if you're allowed to pat someone down, and if you, if you feel a firearm, then basically now that goes into probable cause. Right. So, but because you're not police, supposed to have a firearm in New York City. But do police not have to give me um, a quote, for, um, a penal code for that in order to pat me down? No, they just pat me down for any reason. No, they, they that would that would be good. That would go toward the prosecution if they didn't do it properly. But if they had reasonable suspicion, and it's supported by articulable facts in their report. To the prosecutor, right? Then they're good. They don't without, have to, without, they, a, without so a penal code, they don't have them. to have no penal code. It's so easy for them to prove reasonable suspicion, correct? Right? And then that's very, why that language exists, correct? Right. But even if they're wrong, it's harassment. Nothing happens. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's I mean, it, like may, it may feel like harassment, but if they if they patch it's a civil pat down. If it doesn't, if nothing feels you know uh, dangerous or contraband, like if they if you got a bag of like say you got a bag of weed, right. They can't adjust it to see if that's weed. They can't right. do that. It could be your vitamins. And, it could be your sock. It could be anything in there. Right. They can't do that. Just like a weapon, they know once they know it's a weapon, then but, they can. But if they go across those boundaries and do that, what's the consequences? There's Nothing. internal affairs. They, they get arrested. No, like, there's, <laughs> there's internal affairs. They can lose their job. Yeah. yeah. If and they're the, basically breaking the law, they can't break the law. And that's your, your the remedy is the case gets dismissed. That's the True. mistake I think a lot of people make is trying your civil rights case in the heat of the moment is Co a huge mistake. We have proven, or they have proven, this will most likely get you killed. It right. needs to stop. Like, I'm so tired of seeing these videos of people that everyone is in a fucking outrage over. And I watch it and I'm like, he moved. They said don't move. He moved. He got shot. Right. You know firsthand you have a split second to make what could be the difference of you going home or not going home. And if you're like me, you're always going to lean towards I'm going home. And if that means discharging your fucking weapon, so be it. I think the key is... Playing, talking, you know, 
whether you know the laws of Nevada River Rights statutes or if you know the different stops and stuff like that, like that's not the time to really play like lawyer, right? Street, street lawyer, you're right. gonna it's, lose that. Like it's better off not speaking, right? And saying zero, and then the bottom line is you know there's a camera. You can say is your camera on, officer? You know, but remember when you say these things, you're kind of antagonizing the officer, which is okay. It's your right if you want to do that's fine. Right. But the bottom line is if the camera is basically rolling. If you get arrested, then you're basically going to have to deal with it in court. Again, the bottom line is if you're going to antagonize the officer, you don't know what type of stop that you're in. You don't know if you committed a crime. You don't know if the registration, maybe your insurance is basically lapsed, and you don't even know that. So right. they'll just take you to jail because you're being an ass. Right. Now, you may say being an ass is being normal, but you, he still has probable cause yeah. on your car and or your stop. And you're speeding. gambling that day with, are you? have you run into the crazy cop of the bunch? And right. why do you want to play Russian roulette? That's exactly. the whole point of, like I said, they have whatever they could do, whatever they want, and there's no consequence. Right, like, but <laughs> if you're innocent, like if I if I get pulled over and I get stopped, dude, I've been violent. I, I got pulled over. I didn't get pulled over. I was pumping. Oh, I pulled into a gas station. Okay, I pulled into a gas station with expired tags. Right. So my bad. Cop had followed me in for expired tags. Runs my plate, comes back, warrant. I had a warrant, didn't know it. Okay, I put open my door. I put one foot on the ground. This is in L.A. on the corner of Hollywood and Highland at the gas station right there by the uh, church. By the, by the church. Yep. And um, and uh, I was going to Lucky Strike Bowling Alley, just getting gas before right I parked. Yeah. Right. And uh, I put one foot on the ground. I the, the cop goes, "Get on the ground. Get out. Get out of the car and get on the ground now." I'm so stupid. I'm looking to see who he's talking about. I'm like, who's this guy? Someone's in trouble. You know, and literally he's behind his door, gun pointed at me. And finally, I'm looking, he's like, You in the black Mercedes, get out of the car and get on the ground now. Yeah, I put I'm like me, he's like, Yeah, I put on my uh hands up. I I I'm on my knees and he goes, face the car. I'm like, I'm facing the car. He goes, Your car. I'm like, okay. So I turn around. And then as I turn around, I didn't realize he had already had a partner on foot. He goes, John Orlando? I go, yep. He grabs my arm. He goes, you are under arrest. I go, for what? He goes, uh, oh, then he, he asked for my ID, and I'm rattled. I mean, this is the first time I've never been arrested, believe it or not, uh, at the time. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and so I say, uh, you know, uh, he's like, where's your wallet? I said, oh, it's on me. Uh, it's in my left front pocket. He goes, do I have permission to get it? I go, yep. So he goes, there's nothing there. <laughs> I'm so nervous. So he goes, uh, I'm like, oh, sorry, man. It's in my center console. He goes, do I have permission? Is it? Yep. So he opens up the console. It's not there. He's like, is, you strike two. I'm like, oh, fuck. Sorry. It, it's in my, I'm sorry. I'm rattled. It's in my jacket, which is in the trunk. It's on the inside pocket of my trunk. Do I have permission to open the trunk? Yep. So he opens the trunk. There's no jacket. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, I forgot. I just flew in from New York today. I had a jacket on when I landed. I hate wearing a jacket, but because I was in New York, I had a jacket, and I realized last minute, I don't need a jacket. I'm back in L.A. Took the jacket off, threw it on my bed. I'm sorry. He's like, so you don't have any identification. I said, well, I got a stack of business cards in the ashtray. He goes, uh, business cards is not a valid form of identification. I'm like, okay, well, you told me my name when this all started, right? So wouldn't that have been the best time for me to lie to you right are you john orlando nope not me wrong guy right so he could have ran your plates so anyway i end up in the back of the squad car his partner is in the car and i said what and now he's questioning the girl that i was with i was with one of my employees her first day at work with me okay so the partner i said what did i do so he types on the computer he's like looks like you had an fta six years ago i go i don't know what that is he goes failure to appear i'm like for what 
tint you got a looks like you got a fix it ticket tinted windows i go wait a minute you just pointed at your guy just pointed a gun at me for ft he's like well we didn't know it. it just comes up as warrant we didn't know what it was for at the time i'm like you don't want to take the extra keystroke just to figure that out so we don't have to have a gun pointed at me but at the end of the day so i can be like fuck you that's that's you going overboard which it is but i'm also forgetting i didn't take care of the ticket so it is what it is. I had expired tags, and, and I didn't take care of the, the ticket. ticket. Yeah. I can point the finger and say cops are out of fucking control, but at the end of the day, I fucked up twice. Right. And that's the possible consequence. Now, if I was a dick in that situation, I might have got shot. Right. But I'm not, so I didn't. Well, well. <laughs> I'm not to a cop okay, with a gun. Okay, okay, yeah. All right. Um, okay. But y you know what I mean? Like, absolutely. No, absolutely. And that's, that's right. what I was trying to say. That's the whole point. And people... If you just relax and take it back a notch, you probably walk away without even getting arrested. Right. You might get a warning. Like he's got a, you got a warrant, go fix that. But if you start if you become an asshole, click changes out. By the way, you're spend the night in jail for right, what? But what? I was part? nice as pie and I still got arrested. <laughs> um, which is crazy. Did you spend any time in jail? Four hours. And then they actually laughed at me. They go they could, the cops are like, um, I said, uh, well, how can I get out? I was meeting Maurice Green at the bowling alley. Oh, the, wow. the strip, uh, the stripper, the, the sprinter. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. The hell's around me. Uh, one, not, one I'm not saying Maurice night. likes strippers. Um, but uh, yeah, so I was um, I was meeting him to go bowling for Johnny Gill's, so Hollywood, for Johnny Gill's birthday party. And I represented Maurice Green at the time uh, as a publicist. Oh, wow. And okay. so I said, well, when can I, can, can he bail me out? Can my friend bail me out? Um, and they said, yeah, you can, but they go, why don't you just spend the night and it's time served and then you're done. And I'm like, spend the night? Like, are you nuts? Because they were like, it's no big deal. This is what the cops are telling me on the way down to the thing. I'm like, dude, I'm out of there as fast as possible. And uh, yeah. So, I'll, pay, I'll pay the tickets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No problem. Yeah. But uh, that, I mean, that was a crazy thing. But I mean, right. you know, that the cop was definitely, in my opinion, a little overboard pointing a gun at me. Yeah. But it is what it is. Like, you know, I feel like. The only people that get upset about the violation of the rights are mm -hmm. the are the people that are just so extreme trying to prove a point or guilty. Well, but I mean, you don't see it that way. Look how many rules we have today that didn't exist when we were kids. I mean, I can't ride a bicycle on a sidewalk now without getting harassed or a ticket. You can give me a ticket for riding a bicycle on a sidewalk. And that's that, heavy crime in Las that, Vegas. And that goes back to what I tell people all the time. That's why we need to vote because if you don't vote, that's a, the legislature's the one to make those laws. Right. But see, this and is the, the thing. And the city council and the county commissioners, they make those laws. And this is what I was told as a kid. Like, when you grow up, you're supposed to be able to vote on things and you're supposed to have to run the country the way the citizens want to. However, they're about to give $30 million in crack pipes to <laughs> to drug addicts. I didn't vote for that. You what vote city for that? is that? You vote, um, California. Crack pipes? Yeah. California's yeah. crazy. California's good. Yeah. In Europe, I'm trying to this. prevent COVID. My ex-wife is my ex-wife's a therapist here in Vegas, but well, she's she's lived in England. I must pee. At one time, at one time, she lived in England. She was doing the same job there. She thought it was for prevention. Like no, they actually for heroin heroin addicts. It's yeah. actually a disability. They get a stipend and an apartment flat on the government. And she would teach people how to. They would. They told her job was to teach them how to inject safely. And she's like, "What in the hell am I doing here?" That's crazy. She, and that's in England. Right. So I think California is trying to follow that European model, which, you know, yeah, but everybody liberal, conservative, whatever, but just certain stuff, you know, I mean, you, you got to cross, you know, I mean, you got to draw a line. And that's what I think that the line, the line is there. That's the problem. Because this is the thing. Like, I can't be the smartest man in the world, right? They have to understand that if we take all the drug addicts off the street, then there's no need for drug dealers. You see what I'm saying? Like, I understand that they can't drug test them because what's in your body is supposed to be yours. However, you could tell me what shot to put in my arm. I don't understand that. But it's like, 
if there's no drug addicts, there's no need for drug dealers. You see what I'm saying? If, That's if, true. So, so take them to jail, make them do relapse. Roger, quick question. Um, you know, where you were you born here? Where were you born? Born, in Vegas, born and raised in Vegas. Okay. So over the years when you were an attorney, um, any unusual police stops that you had that, I mean, he's basically talking about like a lot of stops. You know, we, I get what he's saying, and, and none of it's fun. Did you have any bad experiences growing up here with police, law enforcement? Not bad. I had a couple. I had one where I was in, when I was in college like in, over the... Uh, one of the breaks, my brother and I would, and his girlfriend were driving down the street. We got stopped for no, the cops said they thought there were gang activity in the neighborhood, and they pulled us out of the car. And I asked my girlfriend, well, and my brother's girlfriend, who's from L.A., because he's went to USC. And it's like he said, she said, uh, "Where's bad as LAPD?" And she she goes, "Well, I've never been stopped by LAPD, so I wouldn't know." That was the one time. That was like when I was early twenties, and then once I was going to a party slash club, I get out the car, and I didn't know not to talk to the cops back then. I get out the car, and there's a empty beer can in my back seat. I'm going to throw it away. I go to throw it away in the dumpster and the cops say, hey, what are you doing? Throw away this empty beer can. Come here. Gets my ID, cites me for open container ticket. Got dismissed when I went to court for it, but it did happen. Had I been an asshole, I might have got arrested and had to spend sure. night in jail. What up? So do you So you never, Do you feel that the first stop you had was discriminatory? Do you feel Absolutely. That? Okay. Now, I would say this. Look, now, the bottom line late is, 80s, though, so you got to remember. So, I mean, policing has changed, but it doesn't mean right. that people, officers, can't are, don't have biases in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and look, they're, 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 I, I'll, be, I'll be very honest with you. When I was in New York City and I drove with some black officers, I'll tell you the truth. I think the black officers that I worked with were actually a little bit harsher to some of the people, the way that they spoke to some of the they black people. They probably knew a little but bit more. <laughs> no, but here's the reason why. A lot of the black people were telling the black officers that they were like Uncle Tom. Yes. You know, and they were getting a yes. lot of, they were getting like, I want to say reverse discrimination. Like yeah. they were getting discrimination because they were black officers. Yes. And I actually thought I was, I'm the white officer. I, I felt that I was, I felt that he was a little harsh speaking, but they really gave them a lot of crap in general. Um, and I think eventually it gets to you. Now, there's nothing wrong with speaking a little bit more harsher tone if they feel it's necessary and they could articulate why they're speaking a little bit harsher. I mean, the cop wasn't cursing, right. but maybe he was a little bit more uh, blunt or ag- aggressive with his speech where, and maybe I was just newer. Maybe I was just like, you know, yes, sir. You know, like I was, I, maybe I was just, just new, but I just felt like, wow, they're pretty hardcore. You would think that maybe they're more like liberal because they're black and the people in the community black, but it, I didn't really feel that. And actually, if anything, they were giving, I, I wasn't big. I always felt funny giving tickets, but the black officers I worked with, it was a black community. They were giving tickets like it was water. And I, I actually, uh, I mean, they were doing their job. And by the way, one last thing you mentioned about um, quotas. Yeah. I will share with you. Technically, yes. Are there quotas? There's another word, which is performance goal objectives. Right. If I'm a mailman and I don't basically drop off the mail, then I'm not doing my job. The job of a police officer is what? To help people respond to 911, write tickets, and arrest people. That's their job, right? Right. So if you don't write tickets and you don't arrest people, what are you doing as a police officer? So now, yes, do some of the supervisors say you need to write a certain amount of tickets every single month? And is there pressure to write tickets to arrest people? Yes, because they want you to be productive. Now, they're not saying to come up with come up with smack and just lie about stuff, but they want you basically saying you, they want you to do their job. Right. And every city could be different. Every squad could be different. But on a whole, that is their job. But if they are doing something illegal or if it's like a illegal stop, then the officers technically should lose their job. They could be arrested, just like you're seeing now throughout nationwide that there's more police investigations on the police. and the, Very unusual stops and things that have taken place, but there's more... Um, Reform taking place than ever before. Would you agree, Roger? I agree. I agree. You'd be surprised how many metro officers get fired all the time. Right. It's it's, it's 
It's a hard, like, so, like I said, it's a hard job, but right. it's also it's a good job financially for some of them if they want to. But they get fired all the time. Right. I right. used to work for a firm that we represented the police union, and we'd have to defend them and stuff. And they, they get fired a lot. Okay, but in order for a police officer to get fired, right? Like, how much does that cost a citizen? What length does it have to go to? Like, I'm pretty, I'm gonna guess it's not an easy process to get an officer fired. Well, not for the citizen individually to get them fired, but I'm, what I'm saying is their are procedures, they didn't follow procedure or something comes up uh, wrong. Right. Then they get it, there's a review, and then if it goes from there, and then boom, they're gone. I mean, right. they have union reps and all that stuff, but they they have no issue firing them at all. But here, the the, the but regular police officer on the street. Now, you had said earlier about, you know, you saw a cop pull, you know, on the side of the road, and you slow down. The thing that's interesting to me now, and I actually want to know from a legal standpoint what it is, so a lot of places now have unmarked vehicles. And Hawaii, which I spent some, I spent about 10 years in, the big island of Hawaii no longer has any marked vehicles. All of their vehicles now are, um, they're, I believe, forerunners. And in the window, they have the, the blue, blue light. The blue light, okay? So I'm a, I'm not, I'm a female, I'm driving home at night, I see this come up behind me. I don't feel comfortable pulling over. I want to continue to a quote safe location because this happened to a friend of mine. She was arrested because they, she said they said that it was a quote she, he was she was avoiding the stop because she went to a gas station where it was well lit and felt more comfortable. So technically, what I always tell people is the following: it, that state is different because they take home cars, so they use it for their personal and regular. That's just how it works in that state because of the island. But the bottom line is, even here, if you didn't feel comfortable like being pulled over, because there are people that have fake, you know, the old police cars and stuff like that, mm -hmm. you could call 911 and say, I'm being pulled over right now. I'm on the 215. I'm at Windmill. There's a car behind me. Um, I'm, I'm just I'm not really sure if it's police or not. I want to drive to a location. Can I stay on the phone and drive to Green Valley Ranch? And I'll go to the front of the valet and I'll stop there. But I want to make sure I'm in a public place because I'm not sure if it's law enforcement or not. They'll stay on the phone with you. And But again, most people are probably not educated to say this thing. But you yeah, can call the police and idea. verify. Or even if the cops at your door, you can say, there's someone at my door that's staying there, law enforcement. I'm not sure if I can open up the door. Call 911. So I'm not sure if it's real or not. They'll say, is there anybody? They'll, these days, they look at the map. There's GPS, the cars. Now, unless it's maybe an outside agency, they can double check and verify with all the other dispatchers. They'll call North Las Vegas. They'll call Henderson. Hey, is anybody out on Windmill Street? They'll say nobody's there. And then, or a police officer can be dispatched. So you can do things. Most people probably aren't educated. We're not taught about that in school. But mm -hmm. you can get on the phone, 911, to verify these things. That situation, who knows the exact story yeah. of why? I mean, did she have warrants? Was there something no, going on? Nothing. Nothing that I'm aware of. That yeah, we're aware but of. But again, yeah. But I mean, she didn't call 911. And most likely, most people don't even know to do that. And where would you pull over in Hawaii as well? Where's well, that a public know, spot? So I'll tell you, key, I, right? I've been, um, I was on Kauai. I was in a rental car and it was myself and my, one of my colleagues. God, what a fucking idiot. But anyway, <laughs> we get pulled over and I know I wasn't doing it anything. I knew that. It turns out the That's what they all say. Well, no, in this case, <laughs> they all uh, say that. No, I, we were literally in bumper to bumper traffic. I didn't mm -hmm. do anything. Okay. As it turned out, the registration on the rental car had expired. Oh. Mm -hmm. So I get pulled over. Cop comes. First thing I'm driving. First thing my the, my colleague says is, puts his hands up like this. Goes, don't shoot us. Now. That's a bit extra. Yes. Now in Hawaii, there we're both white. There's something called howleys. We were howleys. Because You're it right. was a local officer. It's the H word in yeah. Hawaii. The okay. guy was so nice. 
and so respectful. I said, I'm sorry, officer. It's a rental car. Do you have your paperwork? <coughs> yes. Here it is. This, this. If it, it was me, uh -oh, I would have. writing shit down. I would have gotten so pissed at. You're not allowed to take down notes here. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> yeah. notes. Do you I suspect so him of a crime? Yeah, <laughs> um, I I'm so pissed at, at my passenger. Yeah. But this guy was calm, relaxed. And, and again, it's that respect. Right. You know, he was so mad at the passenger, Adam arrested him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> he was no, like, under he arrest. Cop for the cuffs. He's like, give me the cuffs, I'll do this for you. That was the last time I went on a business trip with him. I was not going again. Really? And what's his name again? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, 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 I know and exactly what And the truth is, you got to be careful of who you're with because if someone else has warrants or they have drugs, right. they throw stuff in the back seat. That's, right. another, that's all this shit. Right. So, so I, question with that, right? If I get pulled over and I have a passenger, does my passenger have to ID? Oh, that's a good question. That's a good question. Um, Under the Fourth Amendment, I think they would say no, is why I'm asking. I've been through that with people. Yeah, not necessarily, unless they think they're suspicious as well. Which could be anything, which I could just make up a reason, hey, you're suspicious. And, they, and they can. You know, they like, are, <laughs> see, he's pretty good. They are hiring for Las Vegas Metro. The guy is yeah. pretty much there. I it's already, a great area. It'd be funny if you went over to the other side. You be know, a cop. I already applied for a corrections officer, but I failed because they do this thing called screening. <laughs> uh -huh. Right? They, and, I can't believe they actually did screening. They found <laughs> a tweet that said, defund the police. Well, <laughs> I passed the I physical part, right? But uh -huh. then when I got to the oral board, they was like, why do you want to do this? And I told them, because I have a stepdad who's serving life in jail. I want to make sure the prisoners are getting, he gets out. Oh my God. Are getting treated fairly, right? Yeah. Wrong, wrong statement. Yeah, yeah, Automatically yeah. didn't get it. But And then if you think about it, right? <laughs> like, I mean, that's probably a good thing because I don't know about an iPhone, but I mean, for $600, I'd probably stick an old flip phone up my ass and give it to them. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. Like, I probably would have. <laughs> that's, that's definitely serving the community. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, so the problem. You see this watch here? It would be a really <laughs> shitty the phone. 30 years, I had it stacked. <laughs> shitty phone? No. You, you see this piece of, how this piece pull, of, uh, pull yeah, fiction. Pull fiction. Yeah, yeah, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. So I carried this watch up my ass. Yeah. yeah. Now, I, I guess I'll throw out one question. It's kind of interesting because especially what's going on in Ukraine. I was actually interviewed Channel 8 last night about like gun violence in Las Vegas was yep. number 19 in gun violence. And I actually said it's probably not bad, 19. 19 based on 19, what? 19, I don't know if it was 50 or 100 okay. cities in regards 20. to gun violence, right? <laughs> no, no, I'm saying oh. no, I'm saying like over a certain size, you know, or I don't know the exact cities. details, but number 19, right? Okay. So I actually said to the reporter, I said, actually 19 is not bad. Because there's 18 people in front of you, right? There's 18 right. of the cities that are bad. But what I was saying is, you know, the reason why, I'm not a history expert, but they say the reason why, like, Russia and other countries would never come to the U.S. is because everybody's got a firearm. Everyone's got a rifle or a shotgun. Yeah. Everyone's basically, you know, has their right to bear arms. Yep. And that we wouldn't be invaded because everyone's got a gun, right? Mm -hmm. Which is funny because a lot of right, a lot of states, they're still restricted. But having a rifle or a shotgun is more legal. Like in California, you could have something for more home protection, but you can't carry it with you and stuff like that. But the truth of the matter is, like, in I don't even know in Ukraine, right? Imagine if every they're giving weapons to everybody, but in America, everyone's got a weapon already. Like, we're yeah. we're already prepared, and that's why they say that people wouldn't invade invade America because everyone has a firearm. But gun violence is a problem. Um, the econ the economic situation that's going on right now, there's crime that's really rampant. There's things that are going on. I mean, look, we don't live in a perfect world, but right. we definitely live. You know, in a great place, and you know, when we look at the American flag, it's considered home, and that we're free. We're freer here than any other country that's going to be out there. Does reform have to? Uh, does reform have to take place in regards to policing other issues? Absolutely. You're lucky that you have lawyers like here, like Roger Belly over the defenders that they'll meet with you. There's free consultations. They'll look at videos. They'll help you. You have you, and you're in a place in America that you can basically do that. So if you have problems, Roger Belly is your new attorney. Twenty four seven, he's available for you. you gotta, oh, he's but, gonna but call wait, you, Roger. Wait, Listen to me. Wait. He's gonna call you. But, we have to, <laughs> but, but here's this the is your new attorney. Welcome. If, yeah. if you need something, you gotta call David first. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. So David, the I gotta get the, the Las Vegas credit. legal network and the phone but, numbers. Uh, but you know how when the when code first started, the 
99911. That's the number. And in the Bay Area, that's 99911. Remember that? They would say in the Bay Area, it's a different number. It's 1-844-LAWYERS, and it's nationwide. I'm sorry. What's the problem solver is 702-999-1111. Yeah, there it is. Remember when Roger didn't know about the number. Look at you. Look at you on the screen. Look at you. Look what we do for you. Look at what we do for you. Finally, something kicked in a year later. Do you remember, though, at the beginning of COVID, and something you just said hit. You were talking about America, land of the free. And beginning of COVID, everybody was like, fuck, I'm getting out of here. I'm, going, I'm moving to Canada. I'm moving to Canada. Do you know how many people don't want to move to Canada right now? <laughs> Think about that. And, and, and what's how happening in Canada in the could truck come happen over yeah. here. Yeah. What, what hap- what's happening in Canada could come over here, and that's the point. So we talk about freedom, but if I have to do everything a police officer tells me and asks me to do, then how is that freedom to me? Because freedom to me is I'm able to do whatever I want in life without it affecting someone else's life. You see what I'm saying? I'm going to take a quote from Matrix here. Yeah, as long as it's legal. And sometimes they have to check to make sure what you're doing is legal. A person isn't bad. People are bad. You see what I'm saying? Because this is my aspect on relationships and stuff like that. If I can go do whatever I want in life and I could live my life, have a great life, but then I introduce you into the subject and then all of a sudden I'm wrong, I'm this, I'm that, and the third, maybe we don't need to hang out. But the problem is no matter how far I try to wait to to get away from the police and the government, <laughs> they always find me every time. Let me ask you a question. Let's let's do a quick roll. And I've lived in the be, woods for a I year. I think we're beating a dead horse. You're driving a truck. You what? get pulled over. I say, "Hey, you doing? I'm Officer Colmeyer. The reason why I pulled you over is because your tail light is out. Are and you a license? Are you? That's the question. Are you a U.S. No, citizen? No, license registration insurance. What are you going to say to the officer? I'm gonna give it to you him. Say, but what, no, tell me what you'd say. I, I'd are give you going to question me? Or, yeah, what's, but but no. you're saying the taillight. Let's, the, his thing is there's nothing wrong. Well, it's but, no, but he's a truck driver now. He's driving trucks. But so you got to understand. What would you say to me? I would, would give you it to confrontational? you. Would you No, I'd give it to you and I'd comply. Because, but the difference is, right, when you're driving a commercial vehicle, you are subject to search at any time. They could search my rig. They Good could point. flip it any time they want. So I don't I, – that's all I can do is So what happens anyway. if you're a personal car now? But, David, if when you pull over somebody for, let's say, the taillight yeah. and you say – License and registration. Do you have to divulge why you pulled them over at that point? You know, it's kind of interesting. Um, that's because a very he, that's a great he, question because right. usually they don't. Right, and, right. You, would, so and you wouldn't know. Drive they ask you. You know why I pulled you over? Out, so you technically, know. they don't have to tell you specifically that one point because they're like they're pulling you over. They're supposed to have probable cause uh, on the ticket. It would state what that crime was, like what the NRS is, the state yeah. law, and so on. But the truth is, the police officers should actually say why, and the reason why is this. They should tell you because if I just committed a murder, I'm thinking this cop knows I just killed someone and the body's in the trunk. So if I get told that I'm stopped because I was speeding, I'm like, oh, he doesn't know I killed somebody, right? That he's just going to give me a ticket and I'll be on my way. Right. So the officer should always say the reason why I pulled you over is because you went through a red light. So it actually puts that driver at ease if he committed a larger crime. Now, I disagree with officers. It goes by training. Officers should always tell that, but for their but safety it's not, reason. It's not legal. But it's not illegal because when they give you the ticket, right, it's going to state what it is. They'll say stay in the car, whatever, and they'll come right. back and they give you the ticket, and you'll say, you know, you were speeding, and you were 85 and a 43. Because there's still like an investigation stage at the point. But eventually you will know during that stop when you get the ticket. When you get the ticket, you're going to find out what it is. So a lot of times if you're questioning it, but you, you might as well just sit there. Give your license, registration, insurance, and then from there, whatever happens, happens. You go to court. You have an attorney like Roger that goes to court. He's in the fight to ticket. If you've never got a ticket before, Roger, what happens with a lot of these tickets that you do? First-time ticket. Oh, for, it depends. That he's going to be fighting with the cop on the street. 
Worst case scenario is dismissed. I mean, best case scenario is dismissed. Worst case scenario is illegal parking and no points and no, right. no traffic school. And you're going to fight a cop in the street saying, oh, I speed, what I was, what I was doing. Over and Roger's going to go to court because it's your first time and he's yeah. going to negotiate it because you, you don't have a lot of tickets. Right. And he's going to negotiate down to no points, illegal parking. And you, you're going to fight with some cop in the street because you think you know the law better than he does. But my thing is, if a police officer makes a false arrest or writes a ticket, and then it's proven not guilty in court. He should if, be disciplined and he could lose his if job. If the police officer got fined, how much do you think the law better it's not the about law fine. Would be? If he did something illegal, he's he got to have a consequence. He should lose his job, will be disciplined, and that happens all the time throughout the U.S. Yeah, but define discipline. Oh, your you know your superior officer yells at you, hey, don't do that again. Like, well, no, they'll get a, they'll get a reprimand in their jacket, and enough of them they'll get fired. Really? Yeah, no, it happens. Because it's hard for me to make a complaint on the I just don't know about it publicly, but they get fired. Yeah, also there's something called the Brady Law as well, that if you're lying, that it's like becomes part of discovery where the attorney can find out whether or not he's lied before and then affects you basically not being a um, a viable, um, like like having integrity of an officer, and then you can't really, you can't use the person to testify and go to trial because if you have some Brady issues... And that prevents them from moving up to moving up, basically getting promoted, and or they eventually get fired. Like I said, it, it has consequences eventually, right? It's a performance issue. Right. And so, they, they, so bad cops, I mean, not saying they always get weeded out because you know, they're smart enough to stay there long enough, but that's how they get weeded out. I mean, and I can say this, Nevada, Metro, these guys have a lot better training than most. Right. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree. I'll agree. So, but the thing is, if that's the case, then quotas would conflict the um, officers getting reprimanded. You see what I'm saying? Because John, you're a police. Let's say you're a police officer. Your superior officer says you got to get one more ticket before the month is over, or you're not going to have a job no more. Or you go into the ghetto, or you go into the rich neighborhood. You see what I'm saying? No. Yeah. So look, that's definitely a problem. I've been through that situation, and like I think things things have changed in regards to policing. Has it was it like that in the past? Yes. Right. But if there's issues like that, and they bring it up, it would definitely be a problem today. Has that existed in the past? Yes, it has. Again, the way they would say it is, it's not a quota. It's a performance goal objective that you basically have to go out and make one arrest right. you know, every quarter, which is every 90 days, and you have to write a certain amount of summonses. Like I said, it's not a perfect situation, but that is technically their job, unless they're in a place that there's no crime. But if you're forcing a police officer to do that, you're putting them under pressure, and it's just like, what, what's, the, what's the officer, point? What does a police officer do? They arrest people and they give people tickets and they also help people. But even help if, people, tickets, arrest. All day. Even help, if they're not ticket, pressure arrest. like that, they still... Of course there's no good depression. We have pressure. Everyone's got you, pressure, I'll right? An, I'll give you an example. You you watch NBA basketball a lot? Yeah. They can call a foul on every play. Correct. Right? Or in NFL football. They can call holding on every play. They don't. The cops have... They could give you... They, they could just sit on the, the corner and write tickets all day. Correct. They Great. don't. Correct. They let a lot go. Right. I have a now. I have a theory now, and this don't quote me on this. this could, but this is my theory. There is a quota for sure. Right. I think, and you notice it right after the the shutdown was lifted. They need to raise revenue. The best way to raise revenue is to get those tickets. Uh, DOT so blitzes state, happen all the time. The state, the county, they get, and that's, that's how they get those tickets. And they just chart. That's but my that's, theory. That's but and you see, but that's the problem though. You cite me for something. I got to go to court, pay a ticket, and then now I got to pay a court fine, and I don't. Nothing, no, no so penalty. You see what I'm saying? Let's just recap. So technically, the state and the city could raise the pricing of these fines to raise more money. They if, could. If they could do that, right? One. So where's the Two. freedom in but that? Here's the story. How am I free? The second <laughs> like, thing is this. You could go to Russia and try to be free there. I mean, you, you, chose, <laughs> you chose to be here, right? We could leave and go to another country. But I'm what I'll share with you that. is this. In regards <laughs> to this, I want to share with you because we, we forget. Like, we just keep talking about tickets. Right. The reason why people get tickets, do you know why? 
because police Attitude. officers have quotas. Attitude. No, the, no. The reason why people no. get the That's reason why illegal. the cops are giving tickets <laughs> is to prevent the number one cause of people dying in the state. And what is that? You can't drunk driving. You, you can't traffic it's accidents. Traffic accidents. So if you get caused tickets by drunk driving, I don't and know. you I cause, just want to be right. I just want to be right. <laughs> if you get tickets like John Land, the guy speeding gets a ticket. It's to prevent people from speeding. Let's cut to. Sh- are you going to get my ticket taken care of? I got a speeding ticket three weeks ago. This guy gets a ticket every single week. See what I'm saying? But anyway, here's I'm, the, I'm the ticket king. But Matter of fact, get me, buy me that domain, ticketking.com. But basically, yeah. at All that right, point, ticket. you're the cattle holder <laughs> and then but the citizens are the cattle. When they give people tickets, it's supposed to change their behavior of doing what? Of not doing it again. Of not driving fast and speeding and causing accidents. That, that doesn't so they work. give Ask tickets. John. Doesn't work. <laughs> actually, they did a study. They did a study. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it works. They actually did a study. They say that if you give someone yeah. a ticket, that on average, it basically changes someone's behavior for approximately 72 hours, right? Because you just got a ticket and you know there's a fine. So the bottom line is it's supposed to prevent people from speeding. Now, if you see someone giving a ticket, what do you do when you're driving and you see that cop on the road? I move it, you, over. You probably speed up. But the normal truck. guy, <laughs> the normal guy is going to oh, slow yeah, down. Yeah. So the goal is that the police are driving around the 15 and the 215, right? And they're trying to give tickets to slow people down to prevent death because there's more death taking place on the freeways than it is with gun violence. Right. People always hear gun violence, but no one's talking about all the car accidents that take place or the DUI and, and all the other things. So yeah. that's the reason That's the reason why in society we have marked patrol cars, we have uniform officers, people giving tickets to general. Listen, if you don't like it, you can move to Russia. Russia could be a yeah. lot better for you. Everyone's different. Right. I know we're debating back and forth. We have, I'm, we have to I'm wrap playing this with up you. in oh, okay. five but minutes. I think okay. we're beating a dead horse. Um, the bottom line is you can move to another country, you can move to a city or state that have laws like more liberal. Like right now, you can go to California, you can go steal from Walgreens. And I do have you a question do. that I want to ask you on his behalf, because I think this will make him happy. Got it. <laughs> In your opinion, you served, you were LA, uh, sorry, New York Police Department, Henderson Police Department. Correct. Ballpark combined, how many bad cops do you think you personally uh, dealt with or observed in between both cities. I know, you know I, I know cops don't want to no, rat I out think, cops. No, no, I think what, yeah. it, what happens is I think there's more people, the, the people that I've seen that have issues are more off-duty issues, right? Because if a cop gets into a fight with their wife and they get arrested for domestic battery, they cannot own a firearm, right, as a police officer. So if things happen, and Roger's been around the block because he represented um, the union that did um, criminal defense, when a cop gets involved, so... I, like, I know an officer, uh, Roger may even know the story, but he was an officer that was, was off duty. His mother died. He started drinking. He had his firearm. I think he started doing drugs, and what, he got arrested. He lost his job. So on the most part, most officers, it's not about the corruption aspect, even though things happen all through the U.S. It's more about off-duty incidents where cops are getting arrested for DUI and domestic battery, which everybody else in society is doing the same thing, and they wind up losing their job. So right now, the, the different departments are getting stricter. Well, DUI I guess, and domestic battery. So me, I, I haven't seen corruption where like someone's stealing. like uh, Or not stealing, but how many, uh, uh, let me frame it up better. How many do you think abuse their power? That you that you saw. I don't. I don't think. I. I didn't really haven't seen people like abuse their power. I would say maybe some were nicer than others, and some were more aggressive with their speech. But I. I personally have never seen. Uh, yes, my eyes were closed. All the time. <laughs> yeah. No, but I've never seen any type of. There, there was no beating. Let me ask things like Roger because you've probably defended people up on his side of the fence. As far as what? I'm sorry. Abuse of power for cops. I've seen I've seen things like I've seen like Rodney King I've seen well, right. I've seen made up police reports and I say made up I had one one guy a while back where the cops and it could have been a, a Terry stop right they saw him pull into a um, 
in front of a uh, what is it? The stupid thing called those. Don't say Tony Robbins. That could, that could have been me. No, but it was, it was like a, a a well-known Mexican restaurant. He pulled into the parking lot, sat there for a minute, and then pulled out and drove straight down the street and then made a right into his apartment complex. Oh, the cops said they stopped him because they stopped him because he cut off traffic when he pulled to the same right lane. Pulled to his apartment complex. He gets in the apartment complex before he goes to the guard gate. They light him up, right? He, he, they stop him, and then they search him, search his vehicle, search him, search his vehicle, and he had some cocaine on him, and they got his key from his apartment and then told him, and he, they wrote in the report that he told them, oh yeah, I'm a soft time, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a part-time soft dealer. If you take this key and go to my apartment, you'll see under the cabinet there's scales and there's more cocaine there. Obviously, that was a freaking lie. <laughs> Obviously, that was Ain't a lie. Ain't nobody can do that. And, and, and no, no self-respecting drug dealer would do that, no. right? So, so no. then the, the DA obviously saw that was crap, too. And so they, they obviously we worked out a much better deal. And he did get stopped. He did have the cocaine. But at the same thing, that was a, a petty drug possession. But the rest of the, the higher spot, the higher stuff that he lost, basically he lost his, his, his collar, right? So that goes back to performance issue. Because of that performance issue, What's going to happen? It's going to go in his jacket. He's but going to have more. He won't get promoted. He could get fired. How much longer before that act was committed did he stay on the force? That I wouldn't know. That I couldn't tell you. Year, two years, final year thoughts. Well, no. final, well, thoughts. No, final thoughts. Well, okay. But you, you said something just now and it triggered something in my head. Mexican restaurant. And I want to ask you about this because as, as a lawyer. The whole Sisolak thing last week. Oh. With, with the guy yelling. Did and you see that video? I didn't see it, but I heard about it. The question I think you're asking is whether or not a crime was committed. Yes. And I had this conversation with my friend who was an officer. I this was guy went I, off on Sisolak. But he never touched him. He basically was right. going off on him. He didn't threaten him. He threat no, he did. He definitely said. He, no, he, said, he, he should, said, if I wasn't a, if I wasn't a law-abiding citizen, I would hang, I, he, something no, he like said, that. He, was said, he did say, I should, As a I, I should hang you right now from this light post. But he said, "If I was, yeah. it's different. I think yeah. it's, well, it'll be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see whether or not they submit a warrant for him in general. And sometimes, yes, he could be very articulate in regards to like he feared for his life and uh, right. for a substantial bodily harm, or like, he was afraid for his life. I mean, it will be interesting. If you ask me personally, I think that they'll try to at least try to submit whether it gets approved or not is a different story. And whether or not you can get arrested for something doesn't mean the charge is going to. They're definitely going to fuck Correct. him. Correct. <laughs> what 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 would they just said? They could they could arrest you. Like I said." before cops can arrest you for anything it's up to the da or the state to charge you they may or may not charge him but they still could arrest him and you know bottom line make your life a living hell because of what what would you prove by that right you, you became an asshole you know what i mean that's yeah. all you just be don't be an asshole it's just not that hard that's yeah. an interesting one i actually have a funny feeling it'll be interesting because we're talking yeah. about it right now i think they'll submit on something whether and they'll be interesting that's that case and that's it's interesting because you could say he feared for his life because he says if i wasn't a law-abiding citizen but right. maybe he felt yeah. still felt fear that he was, you know, and then he was walking, but then he uh, he stops himself because the door comes right, up. Right, right, right. Could be a ter I, terroristic, terroristic threat. Yeah, that's it could why be harassment. That's all that they get. I guarantee he might get charged. Like Dave said, might get charged with all that stuff. It may not stick, and eventually, but it's going to jam him up. He's going to hire could, a lawyer. It's going to cost him money. It's going to cost him time. Yeah, I could literally do this exact conversation for the remaining thirteen <laughs> hours. It's my favorite topic, but unfortunately, we've got a new crew that I got to get in. Um, Roger, thank you so much for your time. Cole Meyer, as always. Thank you. Respect. Uh, Poker Gypsy, if you want to do round two late night, come back over here, 1.30 a.m. I'll have, I'll have combat veterans we can talk with. I've got nine pages. I'll be here. All right. Yeah, you want to come back, 1.30? Yeah, I'll be All here. right, come back. All By right. the way, one, right. thing, one thing real quick. In regards to him, yeah. I need to, he needs to get a prize today. You, we can he go needs. from 1.30 to 3.30. 
<laughs> I got nine pages. Okay, okay, down. come back. I want to argue with you more. <laughs> what, I, what I want to say is he should get a prize for all the. I feel like he's got yeah, PTSD. I love him. Yeah, that he's gonna get free traffic ticket representation locally. I like for that. one year at the Defenders and Ticket. All right, that's if he gets a ticket. Now we don't want we don't want to urge you to go out and create right. drama and tickets because you're gonna. But if you do right. get tickets out here, Roger Bell is new attorney. You. But real quick, right? <laughs> so. Roger's like, I you can call him at 3 a.m. He's, he's, he's up late at night. If I do move to another country, right, we're in this situation because past generations have failed us. If I move to another country, how does that help future generations like my son, right? And for um, the taillight, if I had a taillight, if I knew I was committing the crime, I no problem. You know what I'm saying? You got it. I was wrong. But if I'm walking down the street and you approach me, I feel like I reserve the right to tell you to fuck off because I'm innocent until proven guilty. And it's a, it's yeah. a free yeah, country. Yeah, innocent until proven saying? guilty after you get the ticket and <laughs> after yeah. you get you arrested. You know what I just realized? <laughs> you have to come back at 1.30. <laughs> can, can, you want to come back at 1.30 or no? I'm, you're driving, done? I'm driving down. Oh, you're leaving. Okay. Okay. All right, guys, thank you so much. Thanks, thanks Roger, for Poker coming Gypsy, on. I'll see you later. Roger, thank you. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, man. We'll definitely have you back. Get out of here, problem solver. You've solved enough. You've you've done enough. Amen. Take care. He's caught, Thank he's you. Bless, the bless planet Earth. <laughs> uh, that's good stuff.